Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the one and only Mr. Greg Dickerson. And we've got to talk about tech layoffs, and specifically tech layoffs, and what might happen to Bay Area housing and other cities that are very tech heavy. How you doing, Mr. Greg Dickerson? Hey, doing great. Good to see you, Michael. I don't know if you've seen, you probably have, but I don't want to assume there was some big layoffs at Twitter on Friday. Uh, on Sunday, Wall Street Journal put out an article that Meta could see up to 10% announced on Wednesday. Uh, I've done a video over the weekend saying there's a lot more coming. Uh, the All In podcast is basically saying, you know, more layoffs coming and they have to come to really get to cash flow positive profitability. And I go back to thinking about the dot com crash because I was an executive at that time and had to make these painful cuts. And then I remember housing. Uh, and I remember what happened in Bay Area housing. And I also remember what happened in Fresno, which is a market I invest in. And one of them was rough and the other one didn't skip a beat. So uh, I guess we'll talk about tech layoffs first, finance layoffs. Have those kind of hit your radar? And what do you think is going on? Yeah, absolutely. So it's the white collar jobs, you know, obviously in Wall Street and tech companies that are that are getting the cut first. And what's happened there, the liquidity cycle has changed. The business cycle has changed. So the last two years of you know, go fast and break things and money's free and available and everybody's throwing hundreds of millions of dollars at these companies that aren't earning any money, don't have to make a profit because everybody's looking for this exponential growth down the wood, down down the road, a la Kathy Wood's portfolio. Uh, we don't care if you're not profitable today. It's all about users, active daily users, engagement, um, you know, advertisers, subscribers, those types of things and body count. So what drove the value in these text companies uh, tech companies were not only active daily users and subscribers and all that, but body count. How many employees do you have? So it all of a sudden became a you know sign of value. You're a valuable company if you've got all these employees and you're hiring because that shows growth. Problem is nobody had to worry about the bottom line because money was free. So it didn't matter. And everybody was investing. Everybody was throwing money at the allocators and equity funds and all that. So they're all just throwing money at them. Now, the flip, the switch has been flipped, right? So the liquidity is drying up, interest rates have gone through the roof. So it's no longer the same value proposition as it was. And your Delta is much more difficult. You know, if you're, you know, having to, you know, earn yield, you know, or make a profit, uh, it's not going to work now with the interest rates that it's costing you to invest in these companies. So uh, now it's the other way around. Now you're more valuable like Meta, you're going to see a pop in Meta because they are laying off. You know, mm -hmm. they're oh, getting absolutely. their balance sheet yeah. in shape, their P&L in shape, and they're starting to act like a big, you know, big boy company now and an adult company and right. monitoring the bottom line and becoming profitable. The profitless tech is probably going to be gone, you know, because yep. there's no capital flowing into those because capital has to make a return now, especially when you have investors going, wait a minute, I can throw, you know, my money and get a risk-free return in bonds at four and a half percent. Why go risk it over here when we're heading into a recession? And you know, things like that. So it's yeah, all I just check business cycles. No, I, I, I totally agree. And in, in, in the beauty of our conversations that people can go back and watch is we've been talking about this is coming. It's just happening in real time. Uh, hopefully, I mean, you and I had many conversations on how to prepare for this. So hopefully people took action and they're ready for this. I will say, um, like if you were going if you were going to be, if you are unfortunately one of these folks at Meta or Twitter that were just laid off, I actually have good news for you. Uh, the first sets of you know folks to get laid off, it'll be re relatively easy for you to find a job. What you don't want to be is somebody that's laid off in nine or 10 months after most of the tech companies have already taken the pain 
because then we'll be at kind of the depth of the cycle and it will be hard to find a job. So I know how it feels today. Hopefully you got a good, you know, severance package and, you know, stock purchase plan and options and all that. So you're fine. I have to tell you to be relatively easy to find a job today. It won't in nine months. Um, but yeah, this is just beginning, I think. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's a healthy thing because these companies were overstaffed. They had redundant positions. They were very inefficient. Not to say that the people weren't good at what they were doing. It's just that they had too many people and the people leave them probably tell you that, you know, hey, we mm-hmm. had too many people working there. So hopefully what will happen was this will bring the job market back into balance and help start reducing a little bit of inflation, uh, you know, because that's your biggest issue right now. There's still twice as many jobs as there are people willing to take them. I don't know where all those jobs are, mostly in the service yeah. sector, service yeah, industry service. a lot, construction, mm-hmm. those types of things. But when it comes to, you know, white collar, I, I don't know if that exists because mm-hmm. Wall Street's laying off, tech companies are laying off. You know, there's some other companies coming up, but they don't have the capital to hire anymore. And it's not no longer fashionable to just bring bodies on at, at mass and show all these hirings ahead of growth, you know, which is what you really should be doing. You should always yeah. hire ahead of growth, but you, you know, now you have to be careful about it. You have to do it smart. You can't just throw people in and say, Hey, we got 10,000 employees. Well, we only had 5,000 yesterday. We're worth a lot of money. And work yeah, like exactly. That no. Uh, and then let's bring this to housing. Right. So again, I think this is coming. I think Facebook and Twitter are the first of, of many to come. This will impact the Bay area housing because um, the Bay Area, the Silicon Valley specifically, it's a rather small footprint. And, you know, your network doesn't have to be very big for you to know someone that was impacted. So what is going to happen very quickly, if it's not already happening, is people are going to back away from big expenditures. And in the Bay Area, there's nothing bigger than a purchase of a home, right? The median home price uh, in, in many Bay Area cities is over a million bucks. And we're not talking big homes. We're talking... 1950s shacks. So there's going to be a lot less housing transactions. And unfortunately, there will be people that purchased recently that need to sell because, hey, they got a job, but it's in Texas or they got a job, but it's in Nashville. Right. I think we're going to see more people find jobs out of the Bay Area uh, because I think tech is is it's just cheaper elsewhere. And, and one of the things the pandemic proved is you can build tech companies in Austin, Texas. You can have tech in Miami. So I think a lot of the cuts are going to come to Silicon Valley because it's just too expensive. And well, I think and Phoenix, that, you know, Phoenix is a huge tech, tech, tech area, you know, true. Um, and housing is getting real cheap there. So, you know, yeah, people, people will leave these expensive areas and go to these other areas where their dollar goes a lot further. And, you know, some people will stay, but at the end of the day, you know, some of the salaries that people have been getting in the tech world, you know, two, three, $400,000 for mid-level, you know, type developer positions, project manager positions, tech positions, that's going away. You know, you're going to see yeah. that change. And when somebody's, you know, salary is eliminated, you know, they've got a little bit of severance and things like that. They start thinking about that payment that they're making on that house and then the cost of living there. And and then already a lot of people leave in those areas anyways, just because of, you know, safety and crime and things like that, you know, that's mm-hmm. out of control in a lot of these cities uh, is driving people out anyways. But uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Is it something that's going to affect the real estate market at scale as a whole? Probably not. Yeah, no. there's almost nothing out there right now that's going to do that because there's so much distortion in the market and there has been, you know, for the housing crash, you know, to happen. And uh, like I said, we can see a 30% drop in, in the median home price and we're just back to where we were before the pandemic at a normal level. So that's not even a crash. Yeah. I Again, I think the Bay Area is in for some some pain. I think it, it starts here. Um, and the Bay Area, again, as a, as a footprint is, is rather small and, and it's amazing to watch 
it's the psychology flip, right? For the last roughly 14 years, it's been go, 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 hire at any cost, spend money like it's water. And what's going to happen very quickly and could happen as soon as Christmas, if not by Valentine's Day, um, you're going to see the psychology in the Silicon Valley change. People will go from, you know, buying another car, you know, buying another crazy vacation to not doing those things. And that is going to have a, a surprising impact because, again, like you said, it is not uncommon to make 200 grand in the Bay Area. It's not uncommon, like your total comp package. Yeah, that's probably cheap. And, I, I think it's more yeah. around three. Yeah. And again, if you add a couple together, that's half a million bucks, mm -hmm. husband and wife combination. But again, with the crazy price, it's just going to be, I've been here before. I have seen the Silicon Valley change from money is water and free to I'm going to hold on to everything. I think we're on the cusp of that flip. I think Twitter is a start. Meta is next. I think we get another big one and people will start retrenching and that will have ripple effects on services and cars and things of that nature. But uh, I think nothing will feel it more than Bay Area housing. I think Bay Area housing is in trouble. Well, but I think the bigger impact is the commercial. So they're already reducing their footprint in you know, office space. Office? So I think that's oh. going to... That's market the street hit. vacant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's taking a big hit right now already. So oh, yeah. I think that's your biggest impact. Housing will be next, but again, there's, there's still so much demand, you know, once prices drop, people will, people will snap those up. So I'm not sure it'll destroy the market there. Will it, will it, you know, affect it like we're seeing and correct it like we're seeing? Sure. But, you know, mm -hmm. are we talking about a crash when you think of crash in the terms of like a 2009 scale where property values went down again, the big thing about the crash bros, you know, is that they're they're calling a crash from a very distorted level. So again, you can drop 30% to 50% in some markets and you're back to where we were before the pandemic started, before yeah. the 2% interest rates and we had that huge run up. And that yeah. was, you know, coming off of a you know artificially higher level. So to have a housing crash now in relative terms, you would need to see values drop like 60, 70% to yeah, get to where you could really call it a crash. Not happening. Yeah, not happening. So again, I think there is again some pain coming to Silicon Valley, but really the point of this for most viewers is if you're not in the Bay Area or maybe some other very tech concentrated markets, uh, you won't feel it, right? Again, the dot-com era, I lived through it. Uh, we actually bought a home in it and um, it didn't impact Fresno at all. And Fresno is two and a half hours away. It's right. Oh, yeah. we don't got any tech. They didn't skip a beat, right? So Again, I think and again, most this of is the business cycles and temporary, and it'll all come around. And once the dust settles and we get all this under control, it's going to be off to the races again. And that's what I'm excited about and waiting for. Yeah, I can tell. Maybe we'll do a video on that about, uh, yeah, I think we have time. So we'll do a fourth video. Greg, before we do that, where can people follow you? GregDickerson.com. Awesome. Thank you so much.